Welcome back. You are listening to Tuned In with Intersys, hosted by Johnny Romero. This is episode number eight. Meet the youngest court interpreter in the Netherlands. Enjoy. languages was it something you did as you grew up or did you add additional languages once you got to a certain age how did that all come about yeah it started from a very early age because I was raised bilingual by my parents both Croatian and Dutch so already at a young age I could communicate like at home we would example for when we were having dinner we would talk both Dutch and Croatian at the same time so when friends were having dinner with us they were like what language are you talking and then I was talking Croatian to my dad and that's to my mom so yeah um, it started from a young age as I said and then after that when uh, I went to high school um, I chose like the French language and the German language as a subject as well so in that way around 13 14 years old I already started expanding my languages and yeah so I know a little bit of French and German as well and then I actually during my studies, um, I got to choose a language as well as a free subject. And then I chose Russian because I was very interested in the Slavic languages. So uh, I did Russian for two years there. And yeah, then I tried to expand it even more. And uh, I chose for the master's in, in translation studies. And then actually the ball got rolling and yeah, everything turned out this way. So you notice I haven't asked your age, even though you look like you just got out of high school, but <laughs> um, how, how did you find out you became the youngest certified court interpreter in the Netherlands? Did they inform you of that or did you already know going in, this is actually something I could, you know, chase down? Yeah, this was actually quite a coincidence. I didn't ask anyone. I just like found out myself because when I uh, applied for, for the course to become a court interpreter, I was very surprised when I had the first lecture there because most people were in between 40 to 60 years, I would say. And I was definitely the youngest one there. It was like not a room of 24 year, year olds there. And um, yeah, during the course, I started to meet uh, people there and yeah, most of them were saying like, oh, you're so young and how can you be doing this right at such a young age and everything. And then when I passed like the theoretical exams and I was preparing myself for the final oral one, which I just passed. Um, yeah, I just Congratulations. Doing, yeah, thanks. I just started like doing some research online and I really found out that for the languages that I do the interpreting, so like the Balkan languages, Croatian, Serbian, etc that um, the average age is around 50, 55 years. So they're all yeah, a lot older than I am. And there's no one in their 20s, actually. So yeah, it was pretty easy to find out because both at the course itself and just in the register of all the interpreters, there was no one, uh, no one of my age. That's really impressive. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, and also to go through the process of getting certified. Now, you had to take the oral in each of those languages or was it written and then oral in certain languages or how did that all work out what's the requirements I guess yeah so uh, that was just oral there was no there were no written requirements there and uh, it was just um, yeah regular uh, regular way in the Dutch language with like uh, on the, the Dutch court 
and I had to take my oath and um, yeah, say that uh, I would do my my job as uh, as stated. And uh, it was actually just like five minutes going in, going out, very easy. And I was like, all oh, this hard work and effort I put in, and it's just <laughs> five minutes of getting certified. <laughs> what is this? So uh, yeah, but it was a great experience. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. No, that's that's really impressive. So now we know that the pandemic is still, you know, unfortunately here. Uh, and it's affected globally. So in your local area and within the court system, judicial system, how is that impacted uh, interpreting and, you know, what changes have been made as a result of that? Yeah, that's an interesting question because it's very recent right now um, with the COVID situation. I would say that like in the judicial system here in the Netherlands, um, it has impacted probably the same way as it has for other institutes. For example, masks are obligatory and um, there are screens like placed in between all the people that are um, uh, situated at the court. And um, also there, um, like before you would be sitting right next to the suspect as an interpreter and now they've changed that. So you would be either sitting like behind him or her, or uh, you would be even like, sitting like totally away on the other side of the room and then like with your headset on um, doing uh, doing the interpreting work. So that's, that has definitely changed. And also some regular things such as like going upstairs with the elevator and going downstairs with the regular stairs, you know, to keep the walking directions separate. So that's how it has affected uh, the course themselves. Yeah. Now here in the US, there was like a moratorium for a certain period when you know, things were at their peak as far as, you know, uh, COVID-19 and, mm-hmm. you know, did they have any type of, uh, you know, continuance or, or a period of time where there was, you know, the courts cu- closed down at all, or mm-hmm. did they just continue throughout? Um, I don't think they closed down. I think that in, in that like situation when it went very badly that they were mostly doing them online. So there were actually some, uh, some lawsuits that were um, yeah conducted online, but as far as I know, the ones that involved like interpreters, they always tried to not do those ones online because it's very important like to see the emotions and to hear the voice of the person and everything, and that's quite hard via these online meetings. So some of them were online, but yeah, not not all of them. But that's also like some legal information. I don't know everything about it, but that's sure, what sure. I know from my experience. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, it is unique, depending on the areas, I would like to ask that, because here, even in the US, certain states may have continued while others didn't, uh, some went online, like you said, and yeah. I'd like to talk a little bit about some of those nuances of interpreting. One is that, you know, you chose court interpreting, and there's different types, of, just as medical interpreting, which the agency that I that I own and run primarily does medical, we do also some legal and, um, but what made you choose court interpreting versus say medical interpreting, or do you do both? Um, I'm just curious. My name is Emma Kosanovic and I'm tuned in. Please like and subscribe, but don't forget to smash that bell for notifications.